Welcome to the My Successful Life Performance Academy with me, your host, Mark Oborn. Where together we are helping health and wellness practitioners improve performance, success, and client communication. Is there really such a thing as reality? <laughs> a rather deep question, I think, but a question that really is important for us to have some kind of answer to when we understand the reality of the world around us, we can start to improve the judgments that we make, we can start to improve the way we view the world, and then when we make those judgments, we are then able to ask ourselves, is this really beneficial to us? Is this is this kind to us? Does this help us? Does this help me? And is this kind to me? So I think having an understanding about what reality is, is a key part in improving our lives and improving our self-development and really making sure that we move forwards with our mindset. So this was really stimulated and prompted by a really good podcast that I was listening to the other day on the BBC. I recommend you have a look at, uh, have a listen to it. It's called Made of Stronger Stuff. And it's a psychologist and a doctor. And they discuss various parts of the body from a biological point of view and from a psychological point of view. And this week they were talking about the eyes And they were saying that what we see with our eyes, uh, we take in and we um, assume that that is reality. We assume that that is what is going on around us. And they pointed out a really interesting fact that when we view color, we see the colors around us and we would all look to the periphery of our vision and just give it a go now to just stare at something and then just notice the periphery of your vision and notice the colors you can see in the periphery of your vision. And what they pointed out was that the cells in our eyes which are able to detect color are not in the peripheral vision. So the fact that we can see color in our peripheral vision actually means that We are not seeing it with our eyes. We are seeing it with our brain and our brain fills in the missing parts of what our eyes don't see. In fact, they were saying that up to 90% of what we see is actually seeing with our brain rather than seeing with our eyes. And our brain does an awful lot of this filling in of making up the bits and pieces that we don't actually see. And along with that, we also have the encoding of that information. So we see with our eyes, we visualize with our brains, and then we encode that information and we call it memories. And I just want to have a look a little bit about that encoding of information, because when we ask the question, is there a reality, is the world around us real? we are constantly having to refer back to our memories. So as soon as I look around the world to say, is it real? I I have encoded it and I'm now 
comparing my view of reality to a encoding of what has just happened. So even the start of this podcast, you are remembering what's gone before and everything that you are remembering you think is real, but actually is just an encoding of what's gone on around you. So let's have a look at that for a moment. So we've talked about our eyes and how our eyes can deceive us or rather how uh, how our eyes provide the information from the outside world and our brains actually do the visualization and the seeing. But Noam Chomsky, who was a uh, linguist uh, at MIT and uh, he started his program of study at the University of Pennsylvania, studying um, uh, philosophy, logic, language. Noam Chomsky uh, noticed that we have a tendency to do three things with the world around us. We distort, we delete, and we generalize. And we do this for a number of reasons. And the primary reason we need to do this in order to survive is that there is a huge amount of information being provided to us all the time by all of our senses. Miller in 1957, I think it was, did some research and he called it the magic seven plus or minus one, where we are able to take in seven bits or bytes of information at any given time. And any more than that, our brains are not capable of processing. So we have a tendency to, as Noam Chomsky said, delete, distort or generalize. So deletions are things which we delete around us. The hum of your computer, some background noise of the kids playing, the fridge buzzing in the background, the boiler, the heater, the oven that might be running with a fan going. All of those things are background noises and unless they are important to the activity in which we are engaging, we will delete because we have to. Because that sound at that moment is completely irrelevant. We also distort. We make things up. We hear things that aren't there. We look for the meta language. So someone might say something to us and we actually think, oh, that's not really what they mean. Actually, what they mean is this. So we distort the information that is given to us. And the tendency is for us then to store that distorted information and encode that distorted information and view it as the truth and reality. So someone, if we ask them how, how they're doing, that person might say, yes, I'm fine. But depending on their facial expressions and our interpretation of their facial expressions, we may interpret the fact or we may interpret what they've said as that they are not fine and that they are anything but fine. So we've distorted what they've said, we've encoded that distortion, and now we believe that encoding as our reality. But it may not be true. We may also have deleted some of the things that they said. We may not have heard correctly. We may have misheard. We may have found what they've said irrelevant to what they were saying, so deleted it. And we also distort. We also have a tendency to generalize. Now, generalization is a biological tendency which is something that has been learned as a child. So when we are 
growing up as a child, we start to crawl around the room and we start to pull ourselves up on the side of the sofa. And we might start to ask our parents, what's this? And our parents might say, it's a sofa. And we think, oh, that's interesting. And we crawl around a bit more and we pull ourselves up on a chair and we say sofa. And mum or dad says, no, that's not a sofa, that's a chair. So we started to think, oh, okay, this is interesting. So we crawl around the floor a bit more and pull ourselves up on another piece of furniture. And we say chair. And our parents say, no, that's not a chair, that's a table. And as a child, we start to, to generalise. We start to work out the general rules that set apart a table from a chair from a sofa and we come up with some general rules. Now we have to come up with rules because it would mean that if we were then picked up as a baby and we crawled around the room of somebody else's house and we pulled ourselves up on the sofa, we wouldn't know that that was a sofa. We'd have to ask every single time we saw a sofa that we had never seen before and our brains wouldn't be able to do that. We'd never be able to learn so we need to generalise the general rule to recognise a sofa the general rule to recognize a chair. Another example is when you walk out of a room and you turn the door handle. We need to generalize a general rule for what makes a door handle. Otherwise, if we were in a room, we would never know how to get out of that room if we could not generalize what a door handle was unless we'd seen that specific room and that specific door handle before. So we need to generalize. It's a healthy thing for us to do. It's, a, it's a, an evolutionary strategy that we have to do. We have to generalize to make rules in order to understand the world around us. But we also have a tendency to generalize other things that we don't know. We group information together and when we group it together, we encode it and we think it's true. We call it reality. But the reality around us is not a reality. We have distorted, we have deleted and we have generalized. And we've distorted, deleted and generalized inaccurate information in the first place, particularly if we saw it, because as we said at the beginning, our eyes are only the mechanism by which we view the world around us. Our brains are the things which do the visualization and our brains are inherently flawed. So next time you think the world is true, you think the world has a reality, remember it is just your reality. It is just the memories, the distortions, the deletions, that you have encoded yourself. It is just your own generalizations that you have encoded and everybody will encode the world around them differently. So in answer to the original question, is there a reality? No, there's no general reality. There is just your reality. Thank you for listening. If you have liked what you have heard, please rate, review and subscribe. If you'd like to ask any questions, please send an email to succeed at mysuccessfullife.co.uk 
or to find out more about the Performance Academy, what we offer with our online verifiable CPD courses, please visit mysuccessfullife.co.uk. Music credits, purpleplanet.com.